0: Welcome to the boss meeting this morning. We are reading The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley and William D. Danko. You know, I'm reading a book with the guys in um, prison and it's called The um, Mentor, the CEO and Kid. Mentor, the kid and the CEO. It's a pretty good book. We, um, I've done it before with uh, inmates, but I'm doing it with a different group and then I uh, have another class that we're doing, um, Purpose Driven Life. So both are some very good books. And, and so uh, I'm looking forward to continuing the, the journey with them in those books. So we're on page eighty-seven in our book, um, the North Method. It says Dr. North is not a concierge of motor vehicles, although he is price-sensitive when purchase-making purchases, purchasing decisions. Um, Um, making purchases. We asked Dr. North about his most recent automobile purchase. Remember that Dr. South's most recent purchase was the current year's model. Note that fewer than 25% of the auto excuse me, American millionaires are driven, driving the current year's model. And of course, Dr. South is not a millionaire. Dr. North proudly informed us that he purchased his most recent recent automobile six years ago. We anticipate more your question. Do you mean he has not purchased a, a new automobile in six years? Not only has Dr. North not purchased a new automobile in six years, but the one he purchased six years ago was a three-year-old Mercedes-Benz 300 that he brought for $35,000. Dr. North loves the car. Great price, excellent fuel economy. It's a diesel. And of course, diesel Mercedes often can last for hundreds of thousands of miles before they need an overhaul. It's also has classic styling. Much how much time and energy did North spend in purchasing his Mercedes? Let's examine his decision-making process. First, he decided that he needed to replace his old car. After all, it was 20 years old. He knew that many 4PN luxury automobiles depreciated rapidly during the first three years following the initial purchase. So he figured that he might be able to save a considerable amount if he purchased a three-year-old Mercedes Benz. He confirmed this speculation by determining the original retail price of the model he was interested in purchasing. A quick trip into, excuse me, a quick trip to a, local dealer was all that was required to gain this knowledge. Dr. North then decided that the, his best choice would be a three-year model. old model. He telephoned a few dealers and advised them of his interest. He also examined several advertisements and classified sections of the paper. He finally decided a, on a low mileage model offered by a local dealer. As he explained, automobiles, I have always placed a premium on quality. I, but I never lease, never finance. I drive a Mercedes Benz since I started my practice. I've only had two cars. The first, a Mercedes I purchased just after I opened my practice, Cap it 20 years. Then I brought my second car, a three-year-old Mercedes. I went to a dealer, he wanted to sell me a new one, but it was 2,000, 20,000 more than the used one on the lot. Then I asked myself a simple question, is the pride of a new car ownership? And that's all it is, pride worth $20,000? The cars are the same, the answer is no the pride of a new car is not worth (laughs) $20,000. The North um, method took only a few hours. Contrast with his doctor, with this, excuse me, contrast this with Dr. South automobile purchasing crusade, a process that took him at least 60 hours. And of course, Dr. North likes to keep his cars for a long time so his allocation of purchasing time is spread over several years on average he denotes less than an hour a year to purchasing motor vehicles but dr Sal likes to buy a new car every year thus he is 60 hour project is typically allocated to only one year fears and worries what do you what do you spend worrying about? Are your concerns congruent with wealth ac- accumulation? Or do you spend time thinking about issues that are impedient to becoming affluent? How do PAWs and UAWs differ in regards to their fears and concerns? In simple terms, UAWs worry more than PAWs. PAWs and UAWs Ws also worry about different issues. Overall, PAWs have significant fewer concerns and fears than their counterparts. What if you spend much much of your time thinking about a lot of issues that concern you? You will spend less time taking action to solve the problem. And what if your fears provide a foundation for increased spending? You may be a member of the UA group, UAW group. Fears and concerns have, excuse me, can both cause, both a cause for becoming a UAW as well as a result. Will a person who constantly worries about earning more money to enhance his lifestyle become wealthy? Probably not. Dr. South is not wealthy in part because he concerns himself with such issues. Dr. North is wealthy today because he placed much less priority on standard of living issues than Dr. South. Dr. South told us that 19 issues were of high and moderate concern to him. Dr. North was concerned with only about seven issues. Thus, it is logical to conclude that the Dr. norths of this country have more time and energy to devote to wealth enhancing activities. Let's examine how these doctors fear. Fears and worries or lack of them have affected their lives. Uh, let me see. Do we have time to go into this? We could go into it a little bit, then we'll um we'll do our declarations. The children of the UAWs and PAWs. The South, the Souths have four children, two adults, two are adults. South, Dr. South has seriously well-founded concerns about their future. UAWs tend to produce children who eventually become UAWs themselves. What is expected? of children who are exposed to a household environment predicted upon or very high consumption, few if any economic constraints, little planning or budgeting, no discipline, and pandering to every product related desire. Like their UAW parents as adults, these children are often addicted to an undisciplined high consumption lifestyle. Further, these children typically will never earn the income necessary to support the, the lifestyle to which they have grown accustomed. Ain't that something? <laughs> um, certainly Dr. South parents indulgent lifestyle, indulgent lifestyle contributes to his becoming a UAW. And he learned so well His lifestyle is even more consumption-oriented than that of his mother and father. His upper middle class lifestyle has never interrupted even when he was in graduate school and medical school. His parents paid for his home and all other expenses. They provided him with substantial gifts of cash each year. In essence, he never really had to change his consumption habits, or standard of living after leaving home. Fortunately for him, he has the income to support his addictive addiction to consumption. Mm. But what about his children? They have lived in a high consumption environment that would be extremely difficult to replicate on their own. The curtain is coming down on the third generation Dr South indicated in our interviews with us that he believed his children would never generate even a fraction of the income he currently earns. In comparison Dr North's adult children are demonstrating more independence and discipline in part because they have been exposed to a much more pupil well-planned, and disciplined lifestyle. As noted, the Norths consume at a level that is more congruent with a household earning less than one-third of their income. This living below their means is precisely why PAWs throughout the, the income spec- spectrum tend to produce children who are economically disciplined and self-sufficient adults. PAWs tend to produce children who are become PAWs. Dr. South, as indicated, has accumulated considerably less wealth than Dr. North. He is significantly less able than Dr. North to support the economic outpatient care of his children. But ironically, it is Dr. South who is burdened by having economically dependent children, adult children. All right, we're going to stop right there. <laughs> I didn't mean, I didn't put a marker, bring a marker down, but let's go with our daily affirmation and um, repeat after me. I will move forward daily.
1: I will move forward daily.
0: I will create positive daily habits.
1: I will create positive daily habits.
0: I am grateful.
1: I am grateful. I win. I win.
0: I deserve to make multiple millions of dollars.
1: I deserve to make multiple millions of dollars.
0: I will learn, unlearn and relearn daily.
1: I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily.
0: Um, I will focus on one activity at a time.
1: I will focus on one activity at a time.
0: I will manage my time wisely.
1: I will manage my time wisely.
0: Um, What's my next one? Um, (laughs) I will manage... Yes, I am uh, fearless.
1: I am fearless.
0: I am a genius.
1: I am a genius.
0: I am limitless.
1: I am limitless. And we win.
0: And we, win. And we have a couple of more. I expect big things without evidence.
1: I expect big things without evidence.
0: And I am the less offended person on planet Earth.
1: I am the less offended person on planet Earth,
0: or at least, yes. Um, all right, I have a multi-millionaire mind.
1: I have a multi-millionaire mind.
0: Yes, Amen, Amen, Amen. Any takeaways from our our mini uh, our reading this morning, or uh, any? things that you wanna talk about in regards to um, Antonio's meeting yesterday or anything that you might have to share?
2: I like to have, uh, when the guy, I think it was Mr. North, when he went to the car lot, when he was looking for the, uh, his car, and when he say uh, the 20,000 wasn't worth the new car, and you get the three year old for the same, basically for the same car. Uh, that was a smart thing. I liked it. that. Yes. Like it wasn't worth to get the newest one. I could get three year old one that looked just like the newest one and save 20,000.
0: Save 20 grand. What can that 20 grand do to your, your lifestyle in the future, right? Your retirement. How, how can you make that 20 grand work for you, right? So that's a different mindset that we we are, excuse me, we are being exposed to. How many people need that mindset? Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah, <Bob>. yeah.
0: <laughs> go ahead. Uh, who is that brother
1: Joe? Yeah, I understand if invested right, it'll probably pay for it. Uh, the new car. and he invested that $20,000, so he for- hey, invested right, you know, it would probably pay for the car.
0: Yeah, notice he had his other car for 20 years. <laughs>
1: All right. Man, it'll pay for it definitely in that time, in that period of time.
0: So, I mean, just, just thinking about how how you can move things around. So what's happening to us, our, our, our money mindset is changing. Our, we're changing from consumers to wealth builders. And so that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing.
3: And also most of the time, most people don't know how old the car they usually ask you how old the car is so they don't know no way you know what i'm saying as long as it's in good condition and right. look good people are like oh that's a nice car but yep. you know you can't really tell the years because like um jay was saying one other time that they just changed a little thing on the car one little small thing and make that the new model mm-hmm. so you really can't tell so 20000 in my pocket is a whole much better than saying I got a brand new car.
0: Yes, yeah. And what it looks like that these guys are paying cash for their cars Yeah, you
3: paid cash, yeah. you paid cash right. for his three-year-old car.
0: Both Dr. North and Dr. South uh, pay cash Um for their vehicles. And um, it didn't specifically say that Dr. South did, but by his willing and dealing and what he did, it sound like it. So they planned um, it for it, basically. It
2: wasn't just an overnight thing. They right. probably put money to the side for it so they'll be able to cash all the way out. That's the difference of uh, um, wealth and people, wealthy people and people that are just not wealthy they just go by and other people plan out, put money to the side. And that's what we probably did They buy out this car, you know, instead of just going in there financing and putting in debt. Wealthy people stay out of debt. Well, I guess good debt anyway. Stay out of bad debt because buying a car is bad debt.
0: Right. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, <clears throat> and unless and it's a classic, right? And the value increases in, in years, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and so um, we have to be mindful of those things. And, you know, just being a little vulnerable, I'm on vacation right now, we, we came out to Minneapolis. And so now I have another mindset about spending. <laughs> so I'm, I'm challenged. But you know how much is this and how much is that and 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 you know how has this gotten? Into my real, frugal, huh? Huh? real frugal, huh? Huh? real frugal, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'm starting to starting to think different about money. <clears throat> but I I want to always vacation, so I, I'm not saying that <clears throat> I want to change that where I don't vacation, but I want to. I want to be more wiser on my choices and, and have that as part of my daily budget. You know what I put away every, every time I get some money, I'm putting money in my account for vacation. So that's, that's like my fun money, or I may have a separate, um, vacation uh, account. So I'm going to do things differently. Because the money that I save, I don't want to ever go into it for anything else. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And it kind of like. I, uh,
2: go here. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm like, it kind of had changed my mindset, too. Because, like, when I go out of town, I like whatever I bring, I spend, you know. I wasn't mad going back home, but it's like now with this different mindset, I'd be like, man, do I need to buy that? You know what I mean? I could take some of this money back home, you know, instead of just spending it all like I got it and let me just spend it, you know? Right. So kind of change it a little bit. It's like, all right, I'm out of town, but I really don't need that, so I'm not going to spend that. But it's different when you save up, like you say, you put it in the fund. So when you do, you got it to spend regardless. Loan is making you happy.
0: That's right. So <clears throat> it's, not, it's not either or, it's both, but it's just doing both in a very strategic manner, very intentional manner. And so we are, we are growing into these people that can be trusted <clears throat> with, with wealth. You know that's a big thing in in the christian world where they say can god trust you <clears throat> can he trust you with the money you know and when you know they said something antonio said something and in, in, in antonio's group uh and then they said that you know tithe they talked about tithe and you know ten percent we need to at least say for us and we are the church it says, bring it to my storehouse. Well, if I look at my house as the storehouse and my, because I am the church, that's a different perspective. And I'm not saying not to give to the church, but I'm, what I'm saying is where would we be if we um, had a mindset and taught people, hey, take care of you first, always take care of you first. Right, You got God. You are, you are God's child. And he wants you to have the best. He don't want you to live in poverty. And so if you take that 10% and you bless your household, how much more can you be a blessing to the household of God? Because now you're accumulating wealth. And then you have a heart to give anyway. And so... I think that uh, some churches are operating off of a poverty mindset, and they're teaching off of a poverty mindset. And so, you know, we gotta we gotta switch that. We gotta change that. You know, and and Antonio was talking about it a little bit yesterday, um, how that some people that operate in a high level, of uh, job, right. And high level lifestyle has to come down to go to church, right? That yeah, mindset and that mind level and their level of dealing has to come down to go to church instead of going up. Right. If you want to go to your traditional church, it's that and the other. And, and, and we had some high income earners and, in, and, um, my, my first church, you know, they were high income or one one was middle-class, one was upper middle-class, right? He was making over 200 some grand, probably a year. And so that, that's another way of thinking, another way of living and say, why come down? Why come down? Y'all good this morning. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what
3: I got out of that? If I if I give my if I give my church the 10%, then I also give myself 10%, which is not automatic. You yes. know what I'm saying? It's not mm-hmm. automatic. You know, I put uh when I was working, I would put you know, I had stuff coming out of my check, like for bonds, thrift savings, retirement that I got before I got my check. So that way I was on track as far as saving was concerned. Yes. But now I would have to just kind of just take that money off top and then pay bills after that.
0: Yeah, and, and that's a that's a good thing, you know. Um when you have that mindset, and I'm not saying it's wrong to pay 10% um, to the church, but what I'm saying is we have to definitely look at that. It's like, hey, you know, should I put, you know, from, a, from my standpoint, okay, um, should I, is this what God wants me to do? is to pay the church or do he want me to live a life that's constantly bringing value to me? Right? And if the church is doing that and it's doing its job effectively, then yeah, by all means. You know, and I got a lot out of the churches that I that I tied to. You know, and it's been a blessing, but it didn't take me to another level of um wealth building wealth and i think that should be and living a wealthy lifestyle <laughs> because they probably didn't know if they if they did know i'm like why you didn't tell me <laughs> you know
2: When well, you, so wealthy, you can help more people huh
0: that's right and you can get more and right. you can make your money work for you better
3: right and just like he right. was saying that you um, can uh... <clears throat> The um, preachers say they need this or they need that. You can just come out and buy it because you're wealthy and you can just give them the money and not, you know, not be no, it's not going to be a big deal because you're able to do it.
0: Right. But, you know,
3: if you build wealth, but if you haven't built wealth, everybody got to pitch in and uh, $2 here. Yeah, $20 here and we got to raise money. We got to do it, and it takes some, you know, weeks and months to raise it.
0: Right. So let's go ahead and join Antonio's call. Uh, I'm gonna go off camera uh, in his call, but uh, we're really excited about it. Anybody need the link this morning? Yeah, put it in there.
3: It's much easier to. Go from this thing to that one when you put it in the link.
0: Okay, let me do that. Uh, give me a moment.
3: So when did you get there last month?
0: Yeah, we got here late last night. Uh, and... Uh,
2: the boss me I
0: got it, and I'll see y'all at the top.
3: See you at the top.
0: Y'all got it?